Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Another episode of the Half Hour Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host Peter, joined this week as always by Tom and Donny. How are you doing, Tom? I'm good, Peter. How are you? Not too bad. How are you doing, Donny? I'm marvelous. I mean, marvelous. Sorry, yeah. Aberdeen fans. More on that later. There's a question <laughs> that I see Melvin put a question so you could kind of have me dig it at the end of the end. Right. First of all, the FFS Royal Rumble, the next kind of stage of that was complete. So if you're still in the cup, you'll see if you've progressed in the next round. Next three game weeks again, the three more eliminations, and then after that, it's one big mega group, and the scores are reset, and we go again. It's coming to an end. I believe the champion's still in it. Melvinio's still in it. Yep, he's still on with the skinny's, skinny's teeth, because he's in the, the weak group, so he's managed to survive. But we're all still in it, all three, so we're still in the cup. Fault again for So we'll go quickly to our own league top three first. Thanks much change. Hold up. Right. There is no change. No, there is change. So third down to third is McCogan, 92, Real Postacoglu with 95 points. Second is the man himself, Melvin Eno, 94 points. And up to number one is E6 Hammers, 1115 points. So that's our group of the way. So we'll go towards our gimmick scores and rank for Megalik. And as always, I'll go first time the lowest rank. So this week I had 124 points. But obviously, I took a uh, minus four for one twenty. Triple act captain was also active, and the team as as follows: Clark fifteen points and goals, Tavernier one, Cochrane twelve, Kelly one, Barristic two, Tillman one, Jota nine, Hatati seven, triple captain Shackman forty eight. So that that came off. Face captain Furashi twenty three, Anderson five. Nothing on the bench, which takes me up into the top fifty, rank forty nine. Quick and expected, so I'm happy with that. Tom, I believe you're now second of you and Donis. So you can go next. Yep. Uh, red arrow for me down to 27th, despite getting 93 points. Uh, and goal was Roos for none, Behich for one, Strain for two, Tav one, and Cochrane 12. Midfield uh, was Tillman one, Janelli 11, and Yota nine. Uh, up front had Captain Shanklin for 32, Vice uh, Furuhashi for 23, and Duke got me one. And you are rank? Uh, 27th in the league. Okay, Don, over to you. Uh, so my week score was 122. I had Roos injured in goals for zero. Tav, one. Sean Kelly, one. Cochran, 12. Tillman, one. Snodgrass, seven. Jota, nine. And then Stephen Kelly, 18. Morelos, 18. Captain Shanklin, 32. And Vice-Captain Fudahashi, 23. So a lot of big hits there. That's my one two two. Takes my global score to one four seven four, which from 27, 22nd, I'm now 13th. So a big jump for me this week. All good scores all round, all good ranks. So I'll go through the scores. Obviously, it's been over a kind of two weeks. This is what we had in the last game week. We had Hearts 1, St. Myrnaults, Johnson 2, Livingston 4, Motherwell 1, Ross County 1, Hibs 2, Dungeon 2, Hearts 5, Aberdeen 0, don't laugh, Tony, Celtic 4, St. Myrna 0, and Kilmarnock 2, Rangers 3, and that finished over last Wednesday night, the week before. So, Tom, what have you gleaned from that? Um, first fixture up, we've got Hearts 1, St. Myrna 0. It was a goal from Mackay with an assist from Andy Halliday. Um, I was kind of expecting more from Hearts in this fixture, given St. Mirren, Mirren's injuries. 
Um, Hearts had 68% of the possession but didn't seem to capitalise. St Mirren had more shots um, and more shots on target. Um, three of those shots on target came from Curtis Main, which was the same as the previous game week, but he's lacking accuracy as he's got uh, goals in neither of those games. Um, I don't think there was any real standouts uh, for Hearts stat-wise. Um, they did keep a clean sheet. Uh, Cochrane was off injured at 60 minutes, but the um, the clean sheet was locked in, so that, that was good. Um, and he was available for the, the following game against Aberdeen, but we'll We'll, we'll, we'll come to that. Um, Donnie, what's your thoughts on this fixture? Yeah, so this is the first leg of the Hearts double. Um, we all loaded up quite heavily and you know, the triple of Captain Shankland or the Captain Shankland drew a blank. So it was a bit disappointing. Um, I've got Cochrane as well. So I was quite, I was happy that he got his uh, clean sheet, but a bit worried that he came off injured, but uh, also came back well. Um, I, I thought Hearts would do better, um, but Submitting on a stubborn team, and whilst they're on a bad run of form, that they, they can push on from this. I think Yunga's coming back from injury; uh, he's starting to get a start, and they just can't find the back of the net. That seems to be their main problem. But um, Hearts consolidate in third spot, and uh, submitting better fixtures to come. It's a, I think it's a team that, with the way the fixtures are going to pan out, I will probably look to maybe get Ayunga back in if they can pick up a bit of form. But as the start of the double game week went, it wasn't the best of starts, but I guess it panned out good come the Aberdeen game. Yep. Peter, anything to add? Yep, I watched this game in its entirety. This is my Friday night spent the caravan for my sins, watched the full game. So I had a double hearts defence, I had the keeper and Cochrane, so pleased with that. Wasn't pleased at the time with the Shankland triple captain was hitting him and on, but echo what Donny said, I thought some of them are kind of tough team to break down and Hearts, I think, did drink the luck a wee bit. I think there was a penalty claim near the end of that game as well. I think it's all missed it so far back now. Maybe could have a penalty for St. Mern. But it started a double. They win 1 0. It was consolidated third position. I think we're all going to agree here that Hearts are going to kind of slowly but surely just run away with it. End it's kind of been close to them, kind of fell apart or having their own problems. But not too bad, yep. Yep. Um, next fixture then um, St. Johnston 2, uh, Livingston 4. St. Johnston's goals came from Jamie Murphy and Connor McClellan with an assist from Nicky Clark. For Livingston, uh, Stephen Kelly got a brace with an assist from Bradley and Nicky Devlin. And Penrice also got a brace as well with assists from Anderson and Stephen Kelly. Um, it was a great game for Stephen Kelly owners um, and also those that punted on Penrice, the, the 2.5 million defender. Um, for Penrice, these were his first attack and returns of the season, so don't feel too bad about not getting them in. Uh, for Stephen Kelly, these were his second and third goal and his third assist. Um, so slightly more form there, but still not that great. Um, unfortunately, there was no clean sheet for Livingston. Um, St. Jen- Johnston got a couple of goals in the 65th and 67th minute, uh, having blanked the last two games. Um, Jamie Murphy is probably the most in form for St. Johnston. Uh, having scored at home versus Hearts as well. Um, I still don't think I'd be going for any Saints players at the minute, um, but maybe perhaps something to, to, to keep an eye on. Um, Peter, what was your thoughts on this fixture? Pretty miffed as I brought in three Livingston players for the double and the player of the month, or their player of the month the last month, Montano, he did not can't kill years before, didn't make it back, didn't play a minute, so that was a kind of wasted transfer. Even though I'd got points out and leading up to so I couldn't really complain. I think he had a couple of returns. Bruce Allison was the punty striker brought in over Nisbet. In hindsight, Nisbet should have went for because obviously Barisic didn't get the clean sheets either, but I can't complain when we rank overall, but that could have took me maybe higher up. Allison looked at five point return and obviously there's no clean sheets in the game. Was, I think only one game, didn't it? Because the game was cancelled, called off again. Yeah, so didn't get mm-hmm. a chance to get that other game. So I'm sure it'll be down the line at some point, but Donnie's on the, the, the right Kelly this time, I think. <laughs> That's what they go hmm. for. I know just on the penalties, I, I noticed that there was a conversation about after World Cup there would be not as many penalties. I think the referees kind of sorted that they think they fixed it. Maybe not after seeing the, the Scottish Cup the weekend there, but what I think, I and mean, they're going to give less <coughs> away for less of the penalties. So we had an explosion at the start of the, the VAR. I think they start making a 
come down now. I don't think beyond Pentley taking the team is as important as it was when we were talking about this even three months ago. St Johnson, sorry. I uh, their forms fell off a cliff again, so I'm not interested in any of the players that stands. Yeah. Donnie, anything to add there? So yeah, this was a, a good fixture for me. I've got Stephen Kelly. Um, I'm on the Kelly double up, um, which has often paid dividends in the past and um, when it was Sean Kelly. Um, but Stephen Kelly was taking along okay. Um, uh, he is a player worth having. Um, and for me, every time he scored, I was just checking my checking my rank each time. Uh, but I'm lucky that the second game was cancelled because I was expecting big things again, but I can keep them. Um, they've going to have that double game week further down the line. So I think I'll hold on to those two. Uh, St. Johnson, for me, is a hard avoid. Um, I think they've now lost their last five games um, in the league and then also got knocked out of the cup. So they're just a team bang out of form. Uh, Livingston, you know, if you did load up on them for that double game week, well, she would probably hold one, maybe two. Um, it's certainly a team that you can come back to and rely on. Uh, I think I've got a soft spot for Livingston. Um, in terms of fantasy football. So that's the way I see it. But the, the Kelly double, that's where you want to be. Yep, just before you go in there, Tom, I think Donny's right. They seem to be the most reliable team during the last couple of seasons. You just have one of them in your fifth or fourth bench trick player, and they all seem to do okay over a couple of weeks. They kind of tick along nicely. Yeah. Um, our next fixture then is Motherwell 1, Ross County 1. Um, Motherwell's goal came from McKinstry with an assist from Van Veen and for Ross County it was Hewula with an assist from Jordan White um, probably not a lot to report in this game uh, McKinstry could have had a brace uh, he had five shots in total two on target and did hit the woodwork uh, Van Veen with the assist he still is the fifth highest scoring striker his points are a bit erratic um, the last six games he's had one, 13, one, 10, two, and in this game five he is kind of hard to fit in, given the form of Shankland, eh, Maeda, Duke, Morelos. Um, these guys, obviously Nisbet as well. So I'm not too sure in Van Veen um, at the minute, but eh, he does seem to be quite explosive at times. Donny, can I tempt you with Van Veen? No. Uh, this isn't even a fixture that I worry about, you know, versus a goal or a anything in that match, I'm pretty certain that from a fantasy football's perspective, it's not going to change the game. Um, two teams, again, bang out of form. Ross County have only scored 15 goals in 22 games, so they're you know, very unreliable there. And Motherwell, again, they've not won in the last five. So the fact that they've came together played out a draw was probably no real surprise um, in that respect. They've, I think Motherwell got a double game week further down the line. I mean, that might tempt me near the time, but um, certainly in the near future, I'll stay away from those two teams. There's no, no value at all. Do you echo that one, Peter? Yep, I echo it all for that one. Uh, not interested in any of these players. They're uh, two poor teams. I mean, Van Dien, if you had him as your third cheap striker, I suppose he ticks along nicely, but I think he's probably missed out in holes for other players around about the time he could have had Morales is a player as you played your message about it along. Uh, Spittle was a player I had for a while, but I've not, I've not had his name mentioned for a long time in this game. So mm-hmm. assuming he needs went off the boil. So he was one of the chance one of your options for your cheap midfielder holding positions and and he even gone. So unless it's turn up in form, which I do not expect to see St. Jo- uh, St. Johnson, sorry. Roscoe Mother was a hard avoid to read to. Yeah. Um our next fixture then, we've got Hibs 2, Dundee United 2. Uh, a brace from Nisbet with assist from Josh Campbell and Newell. Uh, for Dundee United, Glenn Middleton and Ian Harks both scored with assists from Stephen Fletcher and Freeman. Uh, Nisbet was the only player uh, to get more than a single shot on target in this game with four. Uh, he has been in very good form recently, um, though he didn't do too well in the cup against Hearts. Um, Josh Campbell got the first assist and... Given his price, he's 3.1 million. Um, he's ticking along not too badly. Uh, this fixture, he got seven points, and the previous, he got six. Um, but there is a few ones, twos, and threes knocking about in there as well. Um, Levitt was my transfer in this week, unfortunately. Um, he wasn't even in the squad, but I'm not going to be too hard on myself because I think he was in pretty much every uh, expert picks uh, team. 
So we want to know, and we didn't really have much to go on in terms of um, pressers. So I was a bit unfortunate with that one. Um, I've, I'm, I'm undecided whether I still keep a hold of him because his form was pretty good going into this game week. So it's maybe something to to consider there. Dundee United do have Celtic next, so um, um, both him and Behich in my team will, will be getting benched. Um, I don't know what your thoughts are on this one, Peter. Not much. Uh... <laughs> two two teams again that I think are very poor. For. I think obviously that every every game so far, apart from Allison. Nisbet is the only player I had any sort of interest in, but now he seems to be getting linked away in this window, so I don't know if it's even worth taking a punt. I heard some daft rumours using linked to Celtic. I don't see that. I think it's linked out the championship team. So I just to me this is coming to his head turned. Hibs are a really poor team. They had like fan protests after the cup game. I don't know. I don't see it. Dunn United do look a more improved team than they were at the start of the season, but again, they're probably more interesting when it comes to the doubles. We'll get to that. But as it stands around, I'm not rushing to bring any of these players or any of these teams in, so it's again an avoid right now. Yep. Tony? Yeah, so this fixture had me worried because Dundee United were set to play twice and I kind of bet against them. Uh, I didn't take any United players in. So I was concerned about the clean sheet, about Levitt getting in amongst the goals. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, that didn't happen. Obviously, the second game was cancelled. So uh, quite happy from that perspective. Nesbitt, I know, yeah, you probably would look to him um, as a third striker um, if you're maybe looking for Duke replacements, something like that. Um, But if he's got transfer uh, hanging over him, then just wait and see. Um, but yeah, Dundee United again, they're a team that can catch fire. Uh, I quite like Middleton um, as, as a player, but he's quite a minute's risk. Um, I think I saw McGrath was, was playing as well. Fletcher um, can do a turn, but um, they're not wholly reliable um, for me to, to back fully yet. I think as we get closer to double game, we could, it might be something you want to look at. Um, and Hibs, so they play Aberdeen this weekend. That's going to be an absolute disaster. Um, I'll stay away from that one as well. A disaster class. <laughs> yeah. um, so Livingston Dundee United was postponed, so we'll be probably mentioning that when we come to questions. Um, the next fixture then, we've got Hearts 5, Aberdeen 0. Um, Roost didn't play this game. He must be the, the glue holding things together at the back. And Peter did mention in the group chat that he's out for around about 10 weeks. So yeah. um, that's probably going to be a transfer burned fixed in that mess. Um, for Hearts, their five goals. The first one was a shinny own goal. Uh, Michael Smith then scored with an assist from Civic. Uh, Shanklin got the penalty. Uh, Ginelli got a goal with an assist from Shanklin. And Devlin also got a goal uh, with an assist from Shanklin. Uh, Shanklin's obviously been in fine form. Uh, one goal and two assists in this game. He also hit the woodwork, so he could have had even more points um, for those triple captainers. Um, I don't think you can go without him just now, in my opinion. Um, I was, was kind of second-guessing myself after the last pod when we were asked to uh, rank our um, Hearts midfielders, and I went for Ginelli, but I think I'm probably going to stick with him considering he scored in this game, and I think he also scored against Hibs in the Cup as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I'll keep an eye on that just now, but I think probably you could punt on any of the Hearts midfielders. They kind of come and go in form. Mackay had a lot of form at the start of the season, um, and Snodgrass does chip in as well. Um, Aberdeen, um, they're feeling like a, an avoid for me, particularly after the result last night. Um, I think morale must be low. Uh, I do have Duke, and he has been in good form. He's, he's served me well, um, but... I think he's probably going to have to go, but I think the, the Roos injury is going to have to be dealt with first of all. Um, so I'd be interested to hear what you guys have got to say. Peter, what's, what's your record on this one? I'll let you go to Donny first because he enjoys that. Oh, Donny's <laughs> champion the bit. Go on. Yeah, the second worst defeat um, for Aberdeen. Yeah, I've got Roos as well. Um, so that's really disappointing. I've just had such bad luck with keepers this season. I think I'm on my fourth change, uh, going into my fifth. So that is a bit annoying. But yeah, Aberdeen, an absolute disaster. Um, he's still in a job by all accounts. So I've seen sure caveat that with the Davis Post. Pl- yeah, yeah I'm not sure the plan is going forward because uh, the the knives are all out for him, and, and who can blame them? But they just 
for the players that they've got and the team that they've got, they're just clueless because they should be challenging for third. They probably should be third the way Hart started the season. Uh, and now they're just in free fall. As I say, morale is rock bottom. I think they peaked when they were 2-1 up against Rangers. Uh, and ever since then, uh, they've absolutely capitulated, which for me is great because I can't stand them. So um, from a game point of view, uh, obviously the, the Shankland owners uh, came up trumps. Um, I only captained them. Uh, so I did lose out on, what was it, 16 points. Mm-hmm. Um, the difference there, but because I had the likes of Kelly and Morelos, I've kind of kept ground. Uh, and I've still got my triple captain chip there. Uh, another clean sheet, as I said, Cochran um, doubled up there. And yeah, so midfield, I I actually got Snodgrass and I kind of championed him. And to be fair, he was probably the worst out of the midfielders at the moment. Uh, I think I've maybe just had my luck with him. Uh, he's one of the changes I'll look to make um, ahead of these next couple of game weeks um, coming up. But, yeah, an absolute disaster for Aberdeen. Um, and there was worse to come. So, yep, all good. Happy days. <laughs> Pierre? If you get, if Donny was talking about the Scottish Cup game. We don't cover that in a podcast, obviously, but this, so, you know, he's talking about Dabble. They get bombed out that cup. We have fifth league, fifth tier team. So that's probably the worst Scottish Cup result. Sixth can- tier, is it not? Sixth tier, I thought. Six, yeah, because yeah, you've got the Lowland League and then the West. I think it's the worst Scottish Cup. Not worse, because good for them, but obviously the biggest shot. I think it's bigger than. They always talk about this game for years ago. Was it Breaking Rangers? Is that the game they always bring up? Berwick Berwick Rangers. Right, for years ago, but they were, they were in the league, so. Yeah, is, they were just a league below. This is a couple of. So this is. Anyway, back to fantasy wise. Hearts do look like they've got third nailed, so I think, apart from this double game week coming up, or blank game week coming up, you can rely on a few hearts assets. The midfield, I, th- I think both of mentioned it. It's just sometimes your luck. They're all kind of decent options as long as they're securing the minutes. You can have one good one week and one good other week. So the defence is a lot worked this time for me. The defence has got slightly better than it's been. I don't know if I'm feel comfortable on a double up with hearts, keeper and defenders. So I'll have to maybe, well, probably have to come off that because of the blank game week anyway. And for Aberdeen, it's going to be a... a Hard to avoid now. Obviously, you had Roos, so you had to get rid of him anyway. But I think a lot of many Aberdeen players my team, unless they change manager, because you might get a manager bounce. But they've got a worse record than they did under Stephen Glass with all these players. I mean, sometimes they have. I've watched them sometimes this year and they look like a half decent set up team. This new we're doing, and then you watch the next game, and I don't know. I mean, at one point you see that two one game Donny against Rangers. They look like they're going to get that, see that game out, and then they just turn to pot. And then since then, it's just. Our season has been in total turmoil, so Hearts, stick with them. We'll talk about the double game week coming up soon, and Aberdeen, I've been everyone in. No interest. No. Um, next game then, we've got Celtic 4, St Mirren 0. Um, goals came from Abada. Uh, Kyogo got a brace with assist from Hitati and Yota, and Turnbull uh, got a goal as well with an assist from Moy. Uh, Abada opened the scoring, Um Maeda was getting a rest in this fixture. Um, I had considered replacing Kyogo with Maeda, um, but this game served as a reminder uh, not to do that. So I won't be doing that going forward. Um, he also did quite well in the Morton game too. Um, Moyes on pens, so that may be something to consider for those uh, looking at their third Celtic slot. Um, he also got an assist in this game too, so he's been in decent form as well. Um, in Selig's last five games versus top-flight opponents, they've managed to get uh, four clean sheets, so uh, they do seem to have sorted things out at the back. Um, other than Hart, I think Johnston seems to be the most nailed on, given the departure of uh, Juranovic. So um, he's probably where you should go there. Um, Kobayashi uh, started this game as well. I'm not too sure where he fits in in the pecking order. Um, sounds like uh, Jens could be gone soon. And uh, Carter Vickers didn't play in this game, but I'm sure he's going to be back soon. So um, I think my money's on Johnston just now. Peter, do you want to field this next one? Yep, it's probably the best Celtics played since the break. So if MD's thinking maybe the Jota situation and Kyogre situation, I think you don't worry about that anymore. I think we discussed this last podcast, then. you don't worry about that. I think they're going to play the strongest team now. Kyogo looks sharp. I was happy to get the Kyogo base captain, Jota and Hatati. So I know you mentioned the Aaron Moy situation there, Tom. 
But I still think there's a minute risk with him and A, his age, and B, Matt O'Reilly. So if you're punting for him, then fair enough, you might, you might win out it. But I think you're going to turn up on these days and they won't be playing. It'll be O'Reilly back in the team. Where I, I, I feel myself that Hatati's the safer option and he still has that explosive passing like he got an assist in this game. Uh, again, you mentioned at the, at the back, Johnson was on my kind of thinking, but right now Hatati's ticking over nicely and I think he'll still have that kind of bomb skin moment at the back in them. Hatati's <laughs> going to get that. They do, don't they? You could lose a goal out of nowhere and still think yeah. Hatati's going to get the passing range and the occasional assist. So I'm happy to stay with the double up midfield right now. But if it if it changes as the game as the scene goes on and they keep more clean sheets and maybe move to that, but I'm happy with that. So man, I think we always say don't judge teams in the company Glasgow and play. So they kind of get blitzkrieged a wee bit at the start and then they've no way back. They kept their shape, they tried their best, but I think by that point the game was done and dusted. That I wouldn't be come off as if other players were double coming up. I still, as we said before, don't judge when you come to Glasgow for any of the two games against the big teams. Yeah, Donny. Uh, yeah, so a good game fantasy wise. Um, I think the the vice captain Furuhashi is, is a pretty stick on uh, affair this season. Um, it's it's turning up good points. I see no reason to change that. Uh, so yeah, two goals there. I actually had Jot on the bench. Just I wasn't sure how he was going to rotate um, between the cup and this fixture. Um, However, the way things panned out, I managed to, to get him coming off the bench. So I think it was nine points he got there. So I was happy with that. Uh, you mentioned about the clean sheets. That's all very good and well, unless you've got Vickers and you're missing out at the moment. Um, <laughs> but I believe that he, he might come back. So fingers crossed I can start getting points there. Um, third Celtic option. Yeah, it's, it's you know, had made a... Uh, continued as a good run um, there still would have been value there um, but I think at the moment maybe two midfielders um, might be the option again with the way the fixtures are going to pan out um, it's, it's, you have to th- just think that one through but routine victory uh, can't really say much other than that and as I say for St Mirren um, they'll have better fixtures to come um, where you can possibly go back to them um, for some reliable points so yep happy days just on Carter yeah. Microstop before you go on, me and Donnie were talking about off pod. What it was seen online was he had a niggly knock. A niggly knock, that's a, good, that's a new word I made up. Niggly knock. <laughs> so rather than risk him, they used a the chance to bring in Kobe Ashu for a couple of games. And the way Andrew's talking to Chris yesterday, he's back available. So I'm assuming they don't quote me. We're away from home on Sunday. I think he'll come back into that game. So maybe he's thinking about replacing him. I think about back in. And Eddie's still got Jens, I would get rid because I think him, I think he's not made the bench the last four games. So yep. I think his turkeys took to even get him out. Sounds like it. Um Kilmarnock two and Rangers three then for the last fixture. Uh Kilmarnock's goals came from Chris Stokes and Joe Wright with an assist from uh, Danny Armstrong and Ash Taylor, uh, favourites of the pod there. Um for Rangers, three goals. Morelos, uh, Kent and Morelos got the brace as well. Assist came from Sakala and Morelos bagged an assist. So two goals and assist from Morelos, who seems to be the first choice striker under Beal. Uh, Cholak seems to be coming back from injury, um, but he was only subbed on in the 93rd minute um, versus St. Johnson in the Cup. So I thought maybe he would get more game time to try to get, ease him back in a bit more, but um, it seems all the confidence is maybe getting put onto uh, Morelos just now. Um, Points, he's a bit like a Van Veen. He's a bit all or nothing. Uh, the last six games, he's had 1, 1, 12, 2, 1 and 18. But there is a, an explosiveness there. Um, it, does, it does make him a good option. And um, he might even perhaps be a captain option as well, given the, the lack of clean sheets at Rangers. Um, obviously, Captain Tav has been a, a stalwart for, for quite some time. But I don't know. I think people are starting to kind of get a bit twitchy with that one now, um, given Rangers' form at the back. What do you think about that one, Donny? Yes, so I actually watched the majority of this game. Classic meal ball going 1-0 down. Um, This is his. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. 
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Third 3-2 win um, since coming back to the club. So you certainly get goals, um, if nothing else. But Morelos is the other player that I had on the bench. But that's just from a trust point of view. Um, I was basically looking at him and Jota head-to-head to see who would come off the best. And as I say, the way the fixtures worked out, they both managed to come on. So um, he, he did have a good game. There was some signs there of the old Morelos, you know, hassling defenders, turning, making space, and the, the two goals that he took, um, I thought he put them away well. So Kala's still um, showing some good form, although I think recent signings um, could see him drop out of the team this weekend. Um, Kent continues to, to play well under Beal, um, but still shaky at the back. Uh, and even at 3-1, when Kilmarnock scored in the last few minutes, were a bit edgy, um, should I say. But no, a good win. Um, the momentum continues. As you say, Tav is a kind of player that come the weekend, he could score clean sheet and, and you know get the big points. But... We've just been unlucky. I mean, we, we played the cup game against uh, Aberdeen uh, on a terrible pitch. This is a terrible pitch. And then we had St. Johnston on a terrible pitch. Cholak, I think, will feature more heavily. Um, I just think fixture-wise and pitch-wise, he was just kept away. Um, I think you might see him this weekend, uh, which for me could be a problem because I'll obviously still have Morelos. Um, but... Um, yeah, good win. Happy, happy to take it after. Well, the cup was a struggle, and uh, this was a struggle as well. But we got there in the end. So Beal Ball remains undefeated. Yep, Peter. I just laugh. He's gonna sit there eating until he gets defeated. Then we'll, <laughs> p- we'll pounce on him. But I just have to wait. Catmull signing. I've not much to say in the game. I didn't watch. I'll take you if it's given. This it was all the usual names pop up. Is Catmull going to replace Akala? I think that's where he slots in. Um, in, in my eyes, I overtime. think he will start. I think he will start at the weekend. We're at home to St Johnston, so it's an ideal fixture. Um, so I don't think he's in the game yet. I've certainly not seen him priced up in the game. Um, I'll have a look because we can't even talking. But um, I'll I'll maybe get on that as a, as a Rangers fan. The hype might get to me, and I'll go straight to him. But I'd probably have to take a minus for that with the goalkeeping situation. But Beal's done well to get a tune out of that team since he took over, being undefeated and obviously the only draw was against Celtic, which let's be honest, we were winning. He's done well. So we need to strengthen in midfield. We've got one in, hopefully a couple more um, before the window closes and then we can maybe just see out the rest of the season and win both cups and maybe win a couple of the old farms. We'll have to wait and see. But the performances are better, uh, certainly better watching than uh, the old horseshoe stuff that we had to put up with um, but there's just certain positions where we're struggling at the moment like Barisic, he looks dead in his feet at the moment um, but he's uncontested in that position so um, you know you're just going to have to stick with him but it's it's good that we're, we're, we're 
getting the results, albeit so we seem to lose a lot of goals um, at the same time. 5.5 for Cantwell. So. Oh, he's, point, he's, point, he's 0.1 cheaper than uh, Tillman. Yeah, that would be, I'd say that's the swap I would make. So he's just switching that, that around. One cheaper than Tillman. Tillman was cheaper to start. Yeah. Is that Tillman we're up to that price, I take yeah. it, over time? Tillman's 5.6 and uh, Cantwell's been introduced to the game at 5.5. So. Interesting. Not too bad. One for the Wildcarders, yeah. Tom. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that our last game? That's the last game, yep. Uh, moving on to the top 10 then. It's, uh, I don't know if it's worth discussing too much considering that it's quite skewed in terms of uh, favours the, the double game week players quite a lot particularly Hearts um, number one is Smith the Hearts defender with 21 points uh, Stephen Kelly who obviously got his haul despite not getting the second game with 18 points Morelos with 18 Shankland with 16 Nisbet with 16 uh, Sibic uh, 15 points Xander Clark uh, goalkeeper 15 points uh, we've not had a goalkeeper for quite some time uh, Penn Rice, the Livingston defender, 15. Uh, Barry Mackay at Hearts, midfielder, and James Hill, 13 points. So that's one goalkeeper, four defenders, two mids, and three forwards. Um, obviously, six Hearts players there, so it is quite skewed. So we not worry about that one too much. And the two wins to nil, so expect to be high up there. Right, OK, over to Donny for the dive. It's got a time of the season now where you actually talk about players, so I don't know what you to talk about, so I'll take it away, Donny. A bit worried because you kind of panned this guy, so we'll, we'll see how we get on. So, yeah, we're going back to the differential, um, identifying a player that um, is low in ownership, um, but possibly in form and being overlooked. So it is a recommendation only. Um, but this week's player is only 0.8% owned. Um, that makes him the 216th top-owned player alongside illustrious names of Peter Pollitt, Ben Purrington and Alex Mitchell. The last two I've never heard of, so gives you an idea of what's going on. Um, so all players currently being ignored in the game. We've got this sleeper agent just sitting there um, ready to be pounced upon. He has played 20 games this season, um, but it's the average minutes of 45.3, which might be the concern. But given his recent form... I think there's value there. He has got 75 points, an average of 3.8 points per game, two goals, seven assists, and six bonus points. Any guesses yet? No? This might give it away. Uh, He's priced at 5.2 million, and he's already played against Messi and Mbappe in the World Cup. That give you any more of a clue, Peter? Aaron Moy. Moy, yep. Tom, you agree with that? Yep. Yep. So, despite Peter not fancying him from a minute's point of view, which I do get, uh, the differential this week is Moy uh, in the settled midfield. Now, it just shows you that must be in a good mood um, picking a settled player on the <laughs> differential. But I think, <laughs> I think... Um, he is underrated in that Celtic midfield at the moment, and he is on a good run, and sometimes you just have to jump on these things, because um, as you say, you could quite quickly get rotated out. Um, so, as I say, he is a minute's risk, but even when he came on as a sub, he was still getting in amongst the points, and you see that with likes of Turnbull, um, Abada, you know, getting game time, they, they can still um, return as far as that's concerned. But the main reason for the pick is that it would seem that he is the designated penalty taker for Celtic. Uh, and now that they've complained about not getting penalties, bang, the next game they get one. Um, it could be a good differential to have. He's currently the 15th top-scoring midfielder, ahead of Montano, Snodgrass, Anginelli, all players that we've championed in the past. So, you know, game time is, is one thing, but he's outscoring these guys who've, who we've championed before. Uh, for me, it's personal choice, because you've probably already got Jota and Kyogo, um, so it's whether you want to, to add him in um, as your, your second Celtic midfielder. So just to recap, Adam Moy, 5.2 million is my differential for this week. Uh, we'll go back to the Celtic experts uh, for their views on this. Peter? Where are they? Uh, <laughs> I, I, don't, I like him as a player. I just said before, it's a minute risk. I, I, I would buy him in and before I know it, the next team would look at the team sheet and it'd be a Riley and ahead of him and I'd be really annoyed myself losing a Celtic asset. They bring him on in the last 30 minutes. I, I 
need to break down to see what he's returned when he's come off the bench to what he does mm-hmm. when he starts. Do you know what I mean? But I go for it. You get a safety player that. I'm happy with Matati. So to me, I wouldn't move into him. There's too many midfielders. I've seen another one, Hawati, in as well. So there's probably six players yeah. fine for free. And his age, as they're playing two games a week, I don't see him playing week in, week out. Plus, he's meant to be a smoker. I don't know if that's true or not. That's what you're <laughs> it looks like one, so, I suppose. I just, I don't know. Uh, not, yeah. for me, not for me. I think there's more better options, even in defence. But I still think if you go for it, well done. If you go for it and it pays off, then fair play. Yeah. It was, a, it was a penalty that caught the eye. I mean, that's obviously where you look for in most teams, see who takes the penalties. And for Celtic, whilst a few folk have had chances, they, they, they missed a lot at the start of the season. Um, and he's taken the last few. Um, so if he was on the pitch, so to get a penalty, then boom, you, you could clutch. Tom, anything to add to that? Uh, well, I've seen Yakimakis with a vape, so I don't think it will hold them back too much. Um, <laughs> I, 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 think he, I think he could be a decent option. Um Especially if he is getting subbed on, he's coming on against tired legs. And if there's a lot of people vying for position, then uh, the substitutes that come on with them, the likes of Turnbull, uh, Forrest, they're, they're going for it. They're still going. For, they're not kind of shutting up shop. They're, they're still looking yeah. to get goals. And um, yeah, you, you can sometimes yeah. capitalise on that. Tend to see that. You know, the 4 0 game is an example. You've got Turnbull coming on, scoring. You know, that. Whoever scores last is usually somebody from the bench and just chipping mm-hmm. in. So, as I say, I just, with a cup game at the weekend, it just caught my eye um, that you know he is on a bit of form. Whether that form lasts or not, uh, we don't know. I think looking at the fixture tracker, you don't get Celtic team news um, for a while, um, oh, and that's well, always difficult. you say they were on other again? <laughs> well, according to the latest version, there's there's nothing showing, but from. Game week 27 onwards, there's no reds in there, so it's maybe just TV schedules not being sorted out yet. But until this blank and double game week, Celtic don't have any um, early fixtures, which, again, was a problem before Christmas, and we'll just have to, to suck it up. So, yeah, it, it could pay off. It's, as I say, he's on form, and sometimes that makes a big difference. If you've got a space, it might be worth a punt. Certainly got good fixtures in um, the next couple of games. Okay. Yes, well done. That's right, right, good. Right, we'll go to our Twitter questions. So, as you probably can guess, the big question mark this week is not big question mark. The big most question is what dropped yesterday? Double game week, blank game week. You're in. So now, Celtic, Rangers, Hearts, and Hibs the four teams into it. They'll miss out on that game. Yeah. So you're going to, have to navigate with eight teams and. I'm assuming most engaged managers will probably have at least two of each of Celtic Rangers Hearts in their team. Probably ourselves get potentially three of each in their team. Yeah. So that's a lot of players to navigate around. So I'm going to go to the questions first. We'll take it one at a time and then we'll kind of do it all compass and kind of think about it and how we would all deal with it. Because I've done a poll earlier on and I asked the people many wildcards they'd left. So two, one, or zero. It came back. I'll just quickly check. 65% is on one wild card, 20% so on two wild cards, so at least 15% on no wild cards. And as it stands, I'm quite fortunate on this podcast, <laughs> we're all in one of these boats each. Donnie's got zero, Peter's got one, and Tom's got two. So once you answer the question, we'll answer it with their kind of point of view as well. So you can get different views of how you would work it, and different views of working what you've got with the use of wild card or not. So, questions. First question is even a question about it. It's from Blaze Attack. Brian, not a question, just for clarification. When will Shanklin serve his suspension? Is it next round of the Cup? Do any of you have any elite on this? Donnie, yes? I think it's Cups, yeah. I think yeah. you're just suspended for the Cups. So Definitely. Okay. Definitely. He's certainly not marked in the in the game as right. being out. So, yeah, I think he's. I thought it was that. I think we had a different setup for English football goes, so we're fine, right? So, it's in the Cup. Right, next question is from Melvino. At Would you say that Darvel's World of Aberdeen is the biggest shock in Scottish, maybe even British football history? And should we therefore shy away from the Aberdeen assets, including Duke? I'll come to you, Donnie. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's definitely the biggest upset in terms of golf. But as a Rangers fan, over the last 10 years, I've had some embarrassing performances that I've had to watch. So I think for Aberdeen, the hurt is worse. It was on TV, um, so everyone's managed to see it. The surprising thing is, is that I don't think it was a surprise. I think Aberdeen oh, coming come. off the back of that five 0 they almost went 
expecting to lose, and they did. So they're uh, kind of victims of their own downfall there. But I guess what you've got to put into consideration is if there is a management change, then it can quite easily be turned around. You know, they play Hibs, who are probably the, the other team that need a management change um, at the weekend. That could either be 2-2, 3-3, or 0-0. Or so you want to use the off-and-tish now. Um, it could bite you, but until the form change kicks in, um, then you will want to stay away. I've got, as I say, Roos. I'll have to change that. I've got Stuart, who just seems hopeless. Um, that's quite an easy change. Um, Duke probably has been their best player, but you've got like of Nisbet playing well, Scala playing well, Cholak ready to come back. They're probably easy alternatives that you can go to. So, um, as with any team that's out of form, then yeah, just ease off them until you see anything to, to change your mind. So we may have a leave or lose town match next game week, Aberdeen versus Hibs. <laughs> Could be. I would agree. I, I, I think, I can't think of a, I mean, there's been some cup shocks that I remember being ourselves involved, Rangers involved, but it's always been teams within the league, a league down, potentially two tops. I'll go back to the next Kelly Thistle but they were in the championship at the time, not, or the league one, or yeah, yeah. only a league within it. So it's probably the biggest shock I can remember. And the second party's question, I think I mentioned earlier on, I'll be coming off all Aberdeen assets unless there's a, a manager change. Tom? Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. I mean, Duke's the only Aberdeen player I'd even consider at this point. That's only because I own him, but I'm considering getting rid. So uh, that kind of answers the question there as well. I do have Roos, um, mainly because, you know, there's not too much variation amongst goalkeepers. So it's kind of just... I was just going to stick with him until my next wild card. Then I was going to suss it out. But obviously he's injured, so he'll have to go anyway. But uh, yeah, it's an avoid for me. The only one that's informs Duke, and you know, the 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 their heads will be down after that result. And I think um, it might take some time to shake it off. And what about shock? Is it the biggest shock you can remember? Uh, aye, in terms of golf, it will do, isn't it? Right. Next question. How many players should be looking to have for game week 26? So I'm going to kind of run this into, as we came with Kevin Fish 89, because it's just so part of the right then. Sutty's put a picture up, people can find on Sutty show, and we'll show you the kind of game week before, game week during, game week after, because there's doubles before and after it. So just to kind of quickly take you through it all, so if you're listening, Aberdeen play through it all, but they've got Celtic away, Livingston during the blank, Dundee away. Celtic play Aberdeen at home, then they blank, then they come back to St Myrne, away, Hearts at home on a double. Dungeon United have St Johnson at home, then they have Ross Cooney in the blank, and then they have Aberdeen at home, Lewis away in a double. Hearts are Motherwell away, then they blank, but then they have St Johnson and Celtic at home. Hibs have Kilmarnock at home, then they blank, then they're away to Livingston and hope the Rangers are double. Kilmarnock have Hibs away, Motherwell at home in the blank, Rangers away a double, no Rangers away, no double. Livingston have Rangers at home, Aberdeen away in a double, then they have two home games, Hibs and Dun United. Motherwell have two home games before the blanks, Miller and Hearts, then they play Kilmarnock, and then it's away to Ross County. Rangers play Livingston away, then they blank, but they come back to Kilmarnock and Hibs in a double, which is pretty good looking. Ross County have St. Mern, Dun United, Motherwell, they don't blank. St. John's have Dun United, St. Mern, Hearts, they don't blank. And the last but not least, St. Mern have Motherwell away, Ross County at home, and then St. Johnson in the blank and Celtic away so they don't, they don't blank either so again quantity to certain show you'll see that thinking player wise I think it comes about what you've got well card uh, I'll continue finishing last year's question we'll go through it all again right so the big question started about Yala Leopard Yala Leopard for those with us with the well card when is the place taking the plate and when does it expire and then he's wrote underneath actually I see in game week 26 it's in brackets for February no fixtures for Old Firm, Hearts and Hibs. Presumably Cup final, so dead ending in 26. Work hard to be my answer. And people ask when the replies to that. So, let's cover it all together. Donny, you've got the wheel card, so we'll start with you first. How are you going to manage it? What is the plans get up to? Yep, so we've got, was that one, two, three, four? There's five game weeks till you get to the, the first one, the blank week. And now I need to use a keeper already, so that kind of screws up one transfer week, and then I'll give a few more weeks to there. I look at the fixtures in isolation. So I look at the blank game week, you've got St. Mirren and Johnston. That's a fixture I would typically stay away from. St. Johnston, um, not St. Mirren, no, St. Mirren can't have St. John- yeah, St. Mirren and Johnston, um, I would probably stay away of, but I'd maybe try to get Iron Gang. Um, 
because they've got they've got value there. Um, you've got look at that Ross County Dundee United again. I'm not going to take in any Ross County players. Dundee United, depending on their form, you might want to pick a defender uh, or Levitt. The fixture, Motherwell Kilmarnock. I don't really see any great value in that fixture. Um, the only really fixture that I've got players in is Aberdeen and Livingston. Um, and I'll probably have risen Aberdeen players by then. But the thing with Livingston is they play Rangers. Um, they play Hearts, Celtic and Rangers and before that blank game week. So you're going to have to chop and change them off their bench. I, there's no way I could have a full team for game week 26 and then roll into game week 27 because I'm still going to have three Rangers. I'm still going to have three Celtic. It's probably my Hearts players that I'll have to come off of in advance because, let's be honest, their double game week has got Celtic in there, so you might just say that's a single game week. Um, So I've got the worst of the situation. I will probably just have to take the hit on game week 26 and hope that the fixtures fall kindly and then focus on 27, where I've still got a triple captain that I could use and maybe get some points back that way. But um, the fixtures, as I say, I don't think the fixtures are that great in isolation. So just because they're the only fixtures there... For me, it doesn't really mean to say that I have to target them when, as I say, I need my team set up for game week 27. So I've got the worst of the situation. I'll do the best I can. But at the moment, I've got three. If I can get to six, I'll, I'll be struggling to get past that, I think. Um, but I've got a double game week before. Hopefully, make up points there. I could do a couple of transfers and get that back. But game week 27 is where I'll have to put all my focus. Okay, mate, right, Donnie. So I'll go next. I've got the one wild card. So the way I'm thinking, look at this. I've got five transfers up to this, as you said. Now there's a double game week for Motherwell and St. Mern, week before the blank, but they both play the week of the blank. So I don't want to take out. Obviously, Rangers still still play that game week, so I'm going to try to get the usual transitive players in as get to play a game week without. Rip apart the players that I want in my team. I'm probably going to give me 26, hopefully rolling, so I've got two, so I can see more information for that last game week, and maybe try to get eight and nine out, see how it looks. But because I've got the wild card, I will definitely wild card on the game week 27. That's when I'm going to use it. It's Donny said before, we've only got 10 games left after that point, so there's no much scope. The transfer window's shut, all these new players will be bedded in, so I think that's when I'll be using that game week 27 and actually set up my team for the rest of the season. Well, the dilemma is there's good injuries and fires along the way. I don't want to have a team for other players. <laughs> I don't have a team for St. Murn players, so in my case, I just... St. Murn, I trust slightly more Motherwell, so we have one of the defenders in, just bench him. Now they want to have Aberdeen players, and then can I just go along, use the transfers, and hopefully, as I said, nine players in, nine players out. I think I'll probably more than most looking at the things anyway. So we'll see how that turns out. So we'll go to Tom next. Tom, you're in the, the perfect situation. You've got two... Wildcards. Uh, Sutty or Cable Fish. I think it was Cable Fish said, ideally, it may be Sutty actually, I don't forget how it is. Now that I said that ideally, what you do is you would use one of your wildcards like a free hit. You don't affect yep. the team up to it. Use your free hit in game week 26. Wildcard, sorry, as a free hit. Get what you can. You should have 11 players, no problem. Your budget should be able to pick any 11 players you want. So it should be any players you fancy for any of the teams. And use your wildcard the next week. Again, fix your team, and that's your end of the season. Is that your plan, Tom, or is it something different? No, that's my plans. So this is where Tom takes a lead, or potentially takes a lead. <laughs> that's, it. that's where you're going to make ground if you've got two wild cards and you're, you're, you're laughing. Um, Sorry, plus you ain't going to be you, wrecking your team. You'll leave it as is, yeah. transfer week to week. Exactly, yeah. Um, you don't have to dead end or anything like that. You can just play the, the next uh, four, four game weeks. As normal, you don't even have to think about game week 26. Wildcard comes in. Um, you can even um, legislate for you know, some unknown players getting hauls by using your bench trick. So um, you can get in all the obvious picks. Um, you could even look at um, sort of putting your eggs in one basket if you're trying to gain ground. For example, uh, Dundee United play Ross County. You could go with three Dundee United defenders. Um, and if they get the clean sheet, then obviously you're, you're, you're making some big gains there, um, stuff like that. So 
obviously we've got an, another four fixtures, four game weeks um, to uh, see who's in form, who's out of form, who's injury ravaged, who isn't, and then we can take it from there. Obviously, sitting there quite smugly. That's good. That's good. He's sitting, <laughs> in, the best, he's sitting in the best position. So that's what he watched. Obviously, we'll keep you updated. As Tom mentioned, there's four weeks to go. A lot can happen. and stuff like that. So, in form, managerial changes potentially to the team we're talking about. So, a lot of things could happen. The window isn't shut yet either. So, a couple of those could be in the door. But we'll put it in the meet. We'll let you know what's going on and we'll see how we're planning. And again, all three have got different situations. So, we can always keep you abreast of how we're thinking as we're going on. Right, fixtures then before we get to our captains and head out. So, game week is this Saturday, so I believe there is actually four games you'll see other team using, so let's go through them. St Men, Motherwell, Ross County, Kilmarnock, Rangers, St Johnson, Hibs and Aberdeen, and then on Sunday we've got Livingston Hearts and Dunderhead Celtic. So, Donny, upon hearing that, what is your captain, vice-captain and transfer plans? So, I've got it written down, Captain Tav, vice-captain Kyogo, Um I think that probably just be based on team news. I and mean, Shanklins would be the the other option there, um, but they don't play till the Sunday, um, so I'll just probably stick with that. In terms of transfers, I'd say I need a keeper, um, so I'm probably going to have to make a change there. I'll keep an eye on the Morelos situation. Obviously, I will get team news for that fixture. If he's starting, I'll keep him. If not, I'll maybe look to move. Uh, and as I touched on, I'm 100% on the. Todd Cantwell train and I might look to to change that as well so um, standard captain choices although I wouldn't be against not captain and Tav uh, I think the fixture is quite kind um, and a keeper is my first port of call so uh, anything else I'm going to have to take a hit for so I'll have to be wary Tom, see question yourself? Yep um, well I'll have to transfer wise I'll have to deal with the uh, the roof situation Um I'm probably not going to go sell like a Rangers. I've got triple hearts, so I can't go for Xander Clark. So it only really leaves um, Carson at St Mirren. Uh, he's the second highest scoring uh, goalkeeper in the game. They do have a double in game week 25. Um, and the fixtures running up to that aren't too bad. Motherwell, Aberdeen and Hibbs. Um, so he's probably the obvious choice there. In terms of vice-captain, probably going to stick with um, Kyogo. In terms of captain, I'm not too sure. I suppose by default, Rangers are at home to St. Johnston, so we could just go captain Tav and play it safe. Um, but that could change. Okay. I say if it's right now, it's captain Tav, but defensive situation, I'd like to see more from St. Johnston do look poor. They still seem to be golden, but still captain Tav, vice captain Kyogo. And I think I'll be taking out. One of my Aberdeen players this week, one, sorry, Stuart, because he is absolutely useless. And probably replacing with a St. Mirren defender just for the first player in place for the yeah. coming double. I think that's quite an easy move to make. Uh, if I hear of Montano news, he's still injured. I'll just play Montano as a second playing uh, bench trick player and hopefully get a decent score on the bench. That's us. So, hope I helped everybody with your double game week, blank game week plans. We'll try to keep it updated week to week so hope I helps you going forward and get your plugs in guys where you go Donny uh, so I am at FFS underscore Donny so and I'm at FFS underscore Scout yep I'm at Fantasy Half so thanks for listening we'll see you later say goodbye guys bye bye
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 